Well, hey there, everybody. We are so glad to see you. It's two guys talking about, and I'm Kevin. And I'm Bill. And we are so happy you're here. Bill, hang on. Bill was eating. Just yeah. right as we went. Let me, let me see. You guys, right there. Kind of do that. Hey, have you ever done the, the, the poor man's toothbrush thing, you know, where you don't... You put a little toothpaste on your finger and you just kind of use it instead of a toothpaste, toothbrush? Toothpaste? Wait, toothbrush. Did you say toothpaste? You what? are from Tennessee. I am, I am from Tennessee, dadgammit. You ever done no, that? I've done, the poor man's, I've done the poor man's mouthwash where I'll take a glob of toothpaste on my finger, put it in my mouth, swish water. It's poor man's mouthwash. Okay, now that's nasty. No, I don't sit there and rub my... No. Do you ever watch Survivor where they've got like sticks? And they're like, I don't, I'm not really sure what that does other than probably hey, look, knocks your, your feelings out. I will tell out. you, this, you should already know this. Survivor and shows like that, any sort of reality show, yeah. since I've been out of radio where I had to talk about them, and I've been out of radio and I don't have to, I don't watch them. I just, that, that hurts. That hurts. But um, we're glad you're here. Uh, whatever time you pop into the show, make sure you drop us a comment. Say hey. And, hey. uh one of the big things we're going to talk about a little bit later is probably one of the biggest things that happened in the world of sports was uh, involves a guy named Tiger. His last name, New Woods. And uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But uh, we are glad you're here. And I tell you what, let's start things off. We're going to roll that open like this. That is such... Yeah, it is the two guys talking about with Kevin and Bill. We are glad you are here, and we are live every Monday on Facebook, and we're also on podcast as well, wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you'd rather listen to this rather than look at our beautiful faces or maybe corn in Bill's teeth, we understand. It happens. It happens. It happens. So, uh, so you know, we... Um, um, <laughs> Our buddy Jacob. Jacob, I appreciate you. He said he missed the open last time. Just saying. Well, Jacob, it, it was because I it was technical error. We never part. ran it. Do what? I tell what. I'm gonna roll it again. Hang on. Just because. Just for you, Jacob. Here we go. I'm gonna mute Bill. I'm gonna talk over it. This is for Jacob, my friend Jacob. There we go. Okay. There we go. That's that's kind of a bonus. <laughs> Bill, you're looking like. When did I lose control of the show? That, never, I man, I relinquish control on just about everything. <laughs> hey, today is the day so many people look forward to. Unless you're an accountant, I mean, only if you're an accountant. It's tax day. Yep. April fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Man, I remember those nights where I'd be driving into downtown Raleigh, trying to get to the post office, being there at quarter to midnight to make sure it was postmarked. Are you Got serious? it all done in advance because our accountant pretty much sends out a letter going, if you want me to do these, I need them, you know, tomorrow. And then I'm scrambling to get everything done. So uh, we got ours done. Tax day's okay. I was reading this morning in one of my books that I read from daily. This one's called The Daily Stoic. Yeah. By Ryan uh, Holiday, yeah. and it's a collection of the ancient Stoics, Seneca and Aristotle, and whatever whoever you want to say, philosophers. And today's was about taxes, really, and how we all complain about the taxes. But he reminded us that we pay tax 
on a lot of things. That's true. And not, no, I'm not just talking monetarily. Waiting in line is a tax we pay on going to shows or That's concerts. That's true. Yeah. You know, any number, you know, annoyances or whatever is a tax on relationships. True. Little things that get on your nerves. That's a, you know, is a form of tax. So the best thing that we need to do is just kind of ignore it and just plug on and enjoy the good stuff. So Stop if, uh, stuff. Uh, drop us a comment. Let us know if you did your taxes early or if you're going to be going to do your taxes later. We got ours done a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. I know it's the last couple of years we've gone a little later. Um, it's 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 probably more of just kind of being in business for yourself and collecting. It, it takes, I, I, I tell you this, if, if, you're, if you don't own your own business or you're not in business for yourself, it, it is more... Uh, what you, paperwork, more hassle, just trying to collect everything. You think I'd learned the lesson of trying to do it through the through the year, but uh, but anyway, it's it is what it is. Um, I but I remember those years. I I never I never was the guy that went at the last minute, but I would always love the news shots <laughs> of the people, the long lines. Oh yeah, dude. Pay your taxes. You know what else? You know what else has happened since last we spoke was the uh, University of Virginia Cavaliers won the NCAA tournament. That's right. So I, was, so I was hoping and praying for. That's right. And that was quite a story of redemption there from going out in the first round last year, coming all the way back to winning the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Tony Bennett. I cannot imagine anybody classier. Good guy. Uh, oh my gosh. Yep. I mean, and and check out his press conference after the championship game if you want to hear humility and class yeah Great. and and um well texas texas coach his name escapes me well, but anyway. he also very classy yeah. in his post-game um interviews yeah i you know i one of the things that i noticed um just not even with with those guys but some other guys um oh my word it's just not a good day for memory the guy that that uh, coaches Auburn now, that used to be at UT, getting very emotional, talking about his players, and you know, I don't know that every coach does that, but I think that just shows the bond that 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 at least for those coaches and those teams that they build, um, you know, and and I think there's probably more respect at that level when you have that, but I gotta say, yeah, I mean, it was it was last Monday night. What a game! What a game. Um, Every game I saw in the NCAA tournament was a nail-biter. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really see any. I think the, the, the game that was had the biggest you know, uh, margin of victory was when Carolina lost. That was a big one, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, and that was the biggest loss I think I saw. I didn't watch all of them. Yeah. Um, I watched the ones involving the ACC and then, you know, yeah. uh, but really pulling for Virginia, and they came through, man, and I'm yeah. just – and I think, you know, part of our memory thing may be the pollen. <clears throat> Every time it has rained lately, all the meteorologicals uh, tell us that, oh, the rain's going to knock that pollen down. <laughs> not, and it never does. Yeah, not yet. But um, <clears throat> my voice is shot. And... So, yeah, we don't we, we don't know all the places that you watch or listen from. So in the comments, you can tell us where you are watching, listening from and just how the pollen has been for you. It's. You know, I, I always hate to say this may be the worst year ever for pollen, but it feels like it the worst I year ever it, for pollen. <laughs> yes, I think it is. I mean, I you, you know, have you seen those pictures 
of the lakes and the and the uh, the the not the webcams but the tower cams when yeah it's just that's all you can see and i thought i wouldn't see them this morning and i saw them this morning we had big storms go through yeah and saw more just yellow clouds yeah if we could just if science could come up with an an alternative use for (laughs) pollen i get you know why it's used mother nature does her thing with the pollen i get that but is there something else when we can knock it off our cars, sweep it off our driveway, and blow it off our decks and everything? It's nasty. Collect it and use it for something. Nasty. I don't know what that would be. You know, I, I, I can't remember if I shared this before, but um, when I moved here years ago, I moved from Nashville, Tennessee, and we didn't really have pollen at all. We didn't, we didn't have that many pine trees either. I get here, and I think I moved originally in April, just right before the pollen season. So I come out and... You know, and there's like this stuff all over my car. And I'm like, what the heck? So I go wash it. Come in and work next day. Leave my windows cracked open. And the next day, it's like, what the heck? It's over well, again. You can see, I mean, in the background, we've got our back door kind of cracked open. I'm going to be dusting once. But I just like, like this morning, it was 60 degrees out. I have the back door open, man. I like that breeze. I like the cool. And it's just the price of living, one of the prices of living in North Carolina. I'm. It's okay. It, it gets messy and stuff. But... But we deal with it. But, you know, keep in mind, this yellow pollen is only some of the pollen that's out there. Oh. There's a lot of pollen that's bothering us that's the invisible kind. Really? We're just seeing the yellow. Yeah. There's more pollen than that. That's, that's even There's worse. grass pollen. There's anything that grows has pollen. Well, uh, plant-wise. Yeah, yeah. Jacob also commented that, that um, his allergies have been better since moving, moving states. And I've also know of people that are not originally from North Carolina or other states that over time will develop allergies that never had them. And a lot of that is pollen and other things related. Oh, it's just, it's just nasty yellow stuff. So. Gotta have it. Um, hey, another big story that we want to talk about that, that was, uh, was extremely tragic, um, made national news, which I would understand, but I'm going to pop a picture of it here. But uh, since, since we talked last time, the, the ginormous explosion that took place in Durham, um, and I believe it was a contractor, they were doing some work that hit a gas line or something. Yeah, I think there's so many workers in that area, it's going to be hard to determine who did the cut, but they cut a gas yeah. line. And uh, somebody, I, I suspect the courts are going to figure that one out. Yeah, very um, sad. Yeah, and then the word went out, you know, everybody get out because there's gas, and then uh, the coffee shop exploded. Yeah. And I believe the owner of the coffee shop, um, a gentleman from South Korea, uh, was the only one killed, 61 years old. Yeah. There's a, I've I've got a, uh, if uh, if you're watching on podcast right now, there's a picture of him up. His name is Kong Lee, um, and I assume that's his his wife and son, or it could be his his daughter, I'm not sure. But yeah, he... uh, uh, was the only one killed, and I don't know exactly where his store was located in conjunction with the blast. I'm gonna put that picture back up again, but um, but yeah, very sad. Um, you know, and again, the, the 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 nice thing about tragedy is when people just come out and support. I know there's some already some funds that have been set up. Several coffee shops have come out in support of you know, his family and just, uh, and, and you like to see that, especially in the business world where, you know, there's at some point there's business competition, 
but uh, just just tragic. Twenty something, maybe twenty five people. I want to say ended up being injured. But a shout out to to all of the brave men and women, the first responders that will go into harm's way, maybe not even knowing all the facts to to uh, help people and just you know I I don't know where we would be without them. That is for sure. You know they 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 run toward the danger and not away. Yeah. And it's also because, I, I mean, I've been by this place a couple hundred times yeah. probably, you know. We never know where something's going to happen That's or true. when it's going to happen. That is true. Yeah, it's very, very sad and, and uh, about it. And, you know, it's just they're, they're before the grace of God. So, yeah. um, that's why we got to kind of stay, kind of keep your nose out of the phone sometimes. And, you know, you smell a gas leak or whatever it might be. There might be something going on around you. This is a whole nother podcast. But just be aware of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not that that would have stopped anything in this case, but just bad things happen to good people in nice places. That's true. Those bad things, those bad things, can be a myriad of things. That is true. That is true. So, and prayers, and I know people bash thoughts and prayers, but in addition to trying to help okay. out with fundraising and stuff like that, thoughts and prayers to this gentleman's family and friends. Yeah, yeah. And everybody in Durham who's whose repercussions again, those who are injured. I mean, there's probably some still in the hospital. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and even the folks that may have not been physically injured, I would assume the emotional toll it takes having to go back to work in the area, uh, even close to the area. It's just, it's got to be tough. It's got to be tough. So, well, shifting gears to something big that happened over the weekend, I'm going to call it the put, putt that was heard around the world. Do you like that? I worked on that. Did you work on that? I did. I, how, I, at long, least, how long did you work on that? Probably about 32 seconds. Excellent. <laughs> but we're talking about this gentleman right here. There he is, his victory pose. Tiger Woods won his, Bill, correct me on this, fifth? Yes. Masters. Yes. Now, Bill, I'm going to, I think this is the time to set this record straight. You always believed he would do it again like everybody else in the sports world right no <laughs> i'm only i'm only saying that because of what you posted on facebook no no uh, uh in however many years ago 11 i guess when he had I many he had a torn achilles heel which tor- i did not know tendon. i did not know he had knee surgery he won the 2000 was it the 2008 U.S. Open, basically on one leg. That's okay. amazing. He had uh, chipping yips, if you know what I'm talking I mean, it's like a nervous, you just kind of, the, the club goes off in your hand. He, his, his short game was gone. Uh, not to mention all of the mess that happened, you know, around Thanksgiving when his wife's chasing him with the club and hitting the yeah. car. And he yeah. wrecks, he's, he's brought in, he's got a mug shot. Yeah. There were a lot of people climbing on board going, aha, how the mighty have fallen, like it yeah. was a great thing. This, for that level, I mean, the level of that game, yeah. him to play like this now, as after so many people, and again, myself included, not that I'm the expert, but experts, quote, quote, experts. Quote experts, yeah. That he was done. Well, somebody to come posted. Back like he did, but again, not just from the physical. Right. From the emotional wreckage and damage that, admittedly, 
he he committed to himself. Well, that's true. That's true. You and know, and a lot of this were his choices. Yeah. And I think was it you that somebody posted? I mean, probably other people. But there was a a montage with of people, mostly in the sports world, saying you know that that he's done. He'll never play again. Here's the headline. Tiger, if you're watching this, it's time to retire. And he's watching that. And it's just, it's a great reaction when he just kind of looks at the camera and smiles. Yeah. And, I mean, look, I mean, I think a lot of his problems he did bring upon himself. So I can't give him a, a pass for that. Um, that's for him to work out in his life with, with, with folks and things like that. But when you just look at what what I love about the story, and and again, I mean, I don't, I'm not a golfer. <laughs> I'm really not a golfer. I love putt putt, but it's a little different. Not a golfer. Didn't watch, but I understand the enormity of it. And what I do love are, and and I, I start to say it's an analogy, but it's it's true though, of the people that the world and society counts out. The problem is, though, they don't count themselves out. And I think that is the story, and we were talking about this, and I think the title of this, this episode is, is More Than Golf. And, and, and that's what we were talking about right before we went on, is that this is really bigger than the game. Well, I think what we saw yesterday at the Masters and leading up to it, for me, because I am starting to look at things a little more philosophically, yeah. I guess, to the point of annoyance to those around me. <laughs> I mean, when they show the clip of him winning in 1997, he was 21. Wow. And he comes off the course after one, and he hugs his dad. Yeah. Now he comes off the course yesterday, he hugs his son. Yeah. He's he's now the dad. Yeah. The constant in the two polarized wins, the first one and this one, is his mom. Yeah. Was there for both. But he's now a dad. He's got a new lady in his life. I sense that he's got different playmates in his life now. Uh, he's not hanging out route with the guys who are taking him out to nightclubs. And mm-hmm. I th- you know, think about this. The guy gets out of college. I, he dropped out of college, I guess, to turn pro, right? He's making millions of dollars yeah. right out of the right out of the gate. So he's got all these social things at that age, and he's got the women throwing themselves at him, yeah. and he's got all these temptations. To which he succumbed, admittedly, yeah. and he admitted. Um, and it, but it's like yesterday. There was a uh, in his early forties now. There is a maturity and a yeah. humility to him now that was not there. If you watch his press conference uh, afterwards, he keeps talking about there's so many things that could have happened. Mm. You know, Brooks Kepka could have done this. This. Right. This guy could have done that. He yeah. could have made a putt. He's very um, more, aware. Yeah. He could have made, not hit it on 12, put it in the water on uh, 15. There's so many. He So he admits it took all these other things to make this moment happen. There's a polarity in life that we have to experience to understand what pain and suffering is. And then what we will know what pure joy is. You've got to know the pain and suffering before you really know, man, this is happy. Yeah, that's it. You've got to have that high, high that he had coming out as a kid to understand that love. I mean, he was way up here and then he was about as low as you can go. Physically, he was done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Socially, he was done. His image was done. He was losing endorsements. You know, 
And for him to come back, and like he said yesterday, it hasn't sunk in yet, but it will. And I was really glad to see that humility that he had. Yeah. Uh, and I, I hope he possesses that. But when he came out, think about it, man. He was winning everything in sight. Oh, yeah. Oh, he didn't yeah. yeah. That. He, he didn't need humility. He yeah. didn't. He, yeah. But he's he's been made to be humble. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a different guy. And I, I kept telling my wife, Marianne, yesterday when people were firing him questions at the press conference, I want someone to ask him, how are you a different guy yeah. than 11 years ago? What's different inside of you? There is a difference inside of him. Oh, yeah. And I want to hear him, I want to hear him articulate yeah. what he thinks. Maybe he doesn't think there is. Yeah. I think there is. Yeah. And maybe that's just age and maturity, but I know I know plenty of immature 40-somethings and 50-somethings um, and 60-somethings. Our buddy David said it was an inspiring accomplishment and a reminder that perseverance pays off. And and, and that is that is true. Um you know, there's there's a little part in there that reminds me of Tim Tebow. I, I'm I'm a Tim Tebow fan, and you've got somebody that, you know, just kind of got screwed over a little by some some sports folks and this and that, and could have like really just you know. By the way, we 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 have a delivery. Um, it again, once again, proving this show is live. Um, but you know, Tim Tebow is like, I'm just not going to let people define me. That's that's for them. You know the short-sightedness. Um, I did read an interesting article about his caddy. I guess he's had the same caddy for ever. No, uh, his current caddy used to be Freddie Couples' caddy, I believe. I'm sorry. Say again. I couldn't hear you over the dog. His his current caddy <laughs> used to be Freddie Couples' caddy. Ah, got it, got it. But this guy's been with him a while, though. I thought I read. A while, but I don't remember how many years. Yeah. But yeah, he had a guy before from Australia, and they had a major falling out. And I think he then he had a guy early on, a guy named Fluff, that might still be out there, uh, you know, looping. Don't know. Don't know. In a bag, caddying. Uh, if I if I start caddying though, I I think I would go with the name Fluff because that's that's just a great name for a caddy. <laughs> but uh, but I did read though that this guy, I guess at some point, um, Tiger said to him, you know, you you ought to just move on, and he's like, nope going to wait, going to wait. And evidently at some point yesterday during the match, his caddy said, don't carry the weight of the world. And I thought, wow. just." And then I think then he said to him, intense, but relaxed. And, and we wouldn't know that unless either he shared that or Tiger. But you know, again, I I think I'm and I'm I'm gonna show the picture again, just the the exuberance and and you know I didn't watch the match, but I did end up watching uh, the replay, and I think what struck me is he's just the sign of composure, and then he nails it, and he takes a step or two, and there's a fist in the air and exuberant, and you know I mean you know and then the other. The other golfers just watching it and applauding. I mean, that is just, you know, I, I, if if he hasn't completely turned his his personal life around, hopefully he will. And there's time for that. We've all got issues we work through, but man, life, what a, what a story. Well, you know that effort plus time equals results. To Dave's point, hard work and persistent per perseverance, persistence, uh, paid off for him. But at the same time. It easily could have been for naught because, again, 
back surgeries. Golfers oh. don't cut. There's nothing natural about the golf swing to the torque it creates on your back yeah. or on your knees. His his swing speed uh, is like 120 plus miles an hour. That's insane. All right. That's uh, that's creating an awful lot of torque on the on the body. Right. So yeah. and, and, and you make a good point, too. And I'm going to get back into this philosophical thing. If we would each speak to ourselves as if we were our own caddy, mm. you know, take it easy. Don't get upset. Keep calm. Just all right. Take, you know, it, it's our self-talk. I really believe in this self-talk and I beat myself up a lot. But when I can talk to myself as if I were a loved one, what would yeah. I say in the situation if it were my wife or my daughter? You know, yeah. if I can talk to myself that way at the same yeah. time, you got to kick yourself in the butt sometimes, you know, uh, another side note. I was really pulling for a Francesco Molinari. Um, other than a cool name, don't know him. Other than a cool name, because every time he came up on the leaderboard, I would say, hey, Molinari. Hey, <laughs> hey, Molinari. So Marianne was always, okay, are you going to be saying it like this all weekend? I said, yes. And then I would go into the I am. Godfather. Then I would go into the line from Apollonia, and I'm not getting it quite right, probably, but when she's proving to uh, Pacino. That she could speak Italian or speak English Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday. Malinari. So Marianne is th so thankful that somebody other than Malinari won. Uh, she's just beside herself. But I'm telling you, this win from Tiger is beyond sport. It yeah. is beyond golf. It is beyond any sport. Yeah. It's a life lesson for each and every one of us, and I'm sounding preachy, and I'm sorry if I'm coming across that way, but you can take so much from this out of the ashes. This is the, he is the phoenix rising out of the ashes yeah. on this, and maybe he won't win another one. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is like Jack Nicholas in 86. He came back, you know, but here's what happened. Jack was reading all these articles. Jack's done. Why is he even back in the Masters? Got him fired up, and sometimes, as in that clip, that you mentioned earlier that I posted on Facebook this morning, somebody had, somebody had said, you know, sometimes all it takes, if you use it as fuel, all it takes is somebody to say, he's done, he can't yeah. do it, he won't do it. Yeah. And that sh shows you, I, you know, I'll show him, I can do it. That's a tremendous satisfaction when you do something somebody says you couldn't do. Yeah. Well, and, and it also goes to that if, if you don't at some level, regardless of what you do in life, if you don't believe in yourself at some level, why would others? I mean, you know, prove people wrong by doing what, what you think you can do and then push yourself. I mean, if, if again, if, if Tiger had listened to just half the people on that clip, he would have never played again. He'd, he'd have been probably calling the plays with Jim Nance. And and he that would have been it. And but, I think what you mean by that, if he had listened to them, meaning, I think is what you mean is, if he had taken to heart what they said. Yes. If yes. he had believed what they said of him and let them define him. Yes. Versus, versus he defining himself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a lesson for so often. In, you can look at in this in sports. You can look back at the NCAA tournament when teams didn't give up when there were seconds left and they pulled it out. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. you just you well, and you just don't know what's going to happen. And and I'll throw one more sports analogy in there too. And and I see it more in basketball. Is that even when it 
it's probably the game is over because of the 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 gap in the score and you start doing the math but yet they keep playing and they keep coaching and you're like why would he why would he call a timeout with like 12 seconds left because the minute i think the coach stops coaching the players see that and they're like well then why keep playing and I think that's honestly, regardless of the the final score, that's what separates winners and losers in life. See, Bill, you're rubbing off on me. A phrase, that, a phrase that I've kind of learned is "calm is contagious." Ooh, I like that. And emotions are emotions are contagious. That's why if you go to a comedy club, they have you shoehorned in there. You're sitting in each other's lap because they know once one person laughs, then it just goes. Yeah. But calm is contagious, and I, I have to remind myself of this all the time. When you get under a pressure situation, if you can be calm, those around you will be calm. That's right. You know? That's right. Uh, and that's what good leaders do, I think. Uh, and another great quote is from, I think, Napoleon. Uh, leaders are dealers in hope. I like that. You know? So never take away somebody's hope. Um, but I'm telling you, Tiger, I'm going to watch that press conference over and over again. Um, watch that last round and again credit to him and I'm anxious to see where he goes now yeah. and what else he may say about anything I, I am curious, extremely curious if he ever fesses up to him believing that he is a different guy now, yeah. internally internally. that'll be interesting to see that'll be interesting to see well that's what we had to say this week on several things like that on uh, two guys talking about and we appreciate you being here remember we're going to be live every monday and we're also on podcast but until the next week i'm a kevin and francesco malinari <laughs> and we'll see you next week with two guys are talking about that. <laughs> this has been two guys talking about with kevin colby and bill jordan if you have an idea or comment or you're interested in sponsoring the show, connect and find out more at twoguystalkingabout.com.